Welcome to Queer, a LGBTQ plus live entertainment discussion podcast. I'm your host, Megan Wilson, and with me is Phil Villar. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, so Megan and I decided to do a show together focusing on LGBTQ um, young designers and professional designers working in the industry, whether it be in a uh, academic setting or, you know, working in theaters or concerts. And we kind of, you know, we decided to pull in our resources together and want to provide a, you know, a resource for you guys. So what kind of what the show is going to focus on is um, talking about our own experiences today and kind of getting to know who we are. And from there, um, we'll start sharing um, resources that is out in the internet, uh, especially since we're all kind of stuck at home right now. So this is a great time to start developing marketable skills and, you know, um, introducing yourself to new technologies and skill and uh, abilities. God, I'm saying skills a lot. So it's okay, though, because this is our first episode, so we're totally, totally going to mess up. So don't hold us to it. <laughs> so, um, Megan, um, what got you into theater? Yeah, um, I started theater as most Texas people who live in Texas and are from Texas do in one act play. Um, the great where you put on a where everything in Texas likes to be a contest, including the arts. So we did a it would be like a 40 minute contest. Um, I knew I didn't want to be on stage. So I actually started backstage and then was like, oh, I really like this and started in high school doing like community theater work out in a neighboring town. Because my town was way too small to do anything fun. Um, and then just kind of blustered from there. The director, my high school director and her family were very supportive and was like, you should go to school for this. And I was like, okay. And so I went to UT for theater and dance. So University of Texas at Austin. Uh, that the program was great for what I needed um, because it let me dabble in a lot of different things like stage management um, which was a lot of what I was doing at uh, in high school. So, of course, that's what I was like, I'm going to keep doing. Um, I was caught into the lighting bug, though, a bit while working on community theater and started taking some courses there and started, and like I said, just kept going with, the, with lighting um, at UT. And then lighting kind of led me into projection design, which was also really fun. So a lot more, not really design. I was more of into, like, the programming side of things than project than the design side of things itself so like q lab watch out a lot of different types of programs how to get those working um touch designer is still on my list to learn we we sh were shown it a bit in class but was way too advanced for me to try to jump in like in the last year um and that's basically how i got into theater and where where my background kind of is uh while i was at ut we i became an intern at high end because I was taking it like an automated lighting class. Um, so I became an intern at high end systems did my junior year and my senior year. I was going into my senior senior year. I had no idea what I was doing when I went to USITT, all that good stuff as you're supposed to do to figure out like internships, stuff like that. Um, so my junior year, end of junior year, somewhere in the summer, high end actually came and offered me a job for my senior year. And then, so like a, where I would do part-time product support. And then once I graduated, I would become a full-time 
product support specialist. So like answer phones, emails, trainings, all that kind of jazz that you can only do once you're full time and actually like able to give eight hours a day versus, you know, three hours here, two hours here. Oh, you have Spanish homework, so I can't really go off somewhere and do something. Okay. So that was like part time worked into full time. And I've been in that position for the last four-ish years now. It's nice. about to be four years since I started full-time. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's been well, fun ride. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, that's actually uh-huh. how uh, you and I met, uh, because uh, you were training yeah. me and learning how to ride the hog. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I, I handled it as well as to expect with a, with a brand new console, gracefully. Only gracefully. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, we yeah. went out and get burgers after, so we can't go wrong. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so uh, so Megan, uh, what is uh, what what is your preferred uh, pronouns? Um, she, they, I, you know, it's kind of like whatever. Right now, I'm still figuring that out a bit. Right on. Um, but yeah, um, I am married to my wonderful wife. She's great, school teacher, all that jazz. Um. And we live in Texas, so that's even better mm-hmm. <laughs> for all of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, and so I'm based in Austin. I also end up traveling like to lots of different places, lots of different things um, to do training. Like I had to go up to SMU where I met Phil to go and do trainings. I travel probably all, I hit most of the states by now to actually be in, except for the flyovers for more than a day. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I yeah. see you like you fly everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of greatness. Um, at, at least once a month, which is here and there. It's like, and now I'm like stuck at home, and I'm like, I like well. it. I like it at home. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you have anything else? Do you want to anything else you want to talk about? Um. Occasionally, outside of work, like non theater. And performing arts things, I do mm-hmm. develop apps on the side to help my job a bit be a bit easier, um, which also helps other people in the industry be a bit easier also, because my pains come from other people's pains, since I'm a product <laughs> support person. Um, yeah. So I don't, I occasionally do shows, but I don't do a lot of shows because of the traveling thing. Um, and if I'm doing shows, it's a lot more media server programming. So I kind of went from lighting still back into projections. Mm-hmm. But still using a lighting console to control those projection things. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't know what else to add. Oh, awesome. Well, that, that you know what? Honestly, that's pretty cool. You know, like you have like a very well-rounded, and at the same time, like you know, it kind of just shows that even when you graduate from undergrad, like you're still learning, you know, new stuff, and mm-hmm. you're not even a hundred percent sure of like. The career that you're gonna go in you know no one would expect that you would be you know you wouldn't have expected that you'd be doing app development in your you know at the time when you were a senior at, at ut <laughs> no 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 honestly like i had going into going into senior year was the only like for sure thing that i had because mm-hmm. like that was i think it was like june when i was offered my when i was given the offer yeah um and technically the offer only spelled out you're gonna get the product support position. It didn't actually spell out anything further than that. So like I went into it knowing I was Mm part-time and taking the word of the company that I would go full-time, which is fine. I mean, it all worked out and high end was owned at Barco at the time. And 
it was all fine and dandy at that point in time. And so we just, I just did it and was like, yes, I will take a job that I can use my theater degree in mm-hmm. and I can learn new things. Cause like, I mean, being a junior and like at, at UT, we had a lot of high end gear, but nothing new. Like the yeah. console we were using was a, um, hog two. Mm-hmm. Um, so early 2000s, I think, is when it was introduced. I should know this better um, <laughs> for my job. Um, but so early 2000s is when it was introduced. Then it became... And so we had a Hawk 2s. I mean, it was all old. We had... And then mainly UT was all EOS. So we had Ion, as every the college theater has, is an Ion yes. somewhere in their, in their space. Um, so we had that. And so I was ready to learn new things. And cool. the job let me... And it's still letting me learn new things. And do you, th- I mean, I don't think there is a job that you ever stop learning. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, cool. So uh, for me, um, I go by uh, they, them, and the occasional he if, um, if I have like people who are, just won't change their mind. Um, <laughs> but I've never uh, met those people. Right. Um, but I. Um, I uh, I actually started uh, working in theater completely by accident. I, to this day, don't know how I got into theater. Uh, I went into my community college expecting to get uh, to be a major in psychology, and for some reason, I was like, "What the hell? I'll just do, I'll just do theater for a semester, you know, and you know, like just just do it once, you know, and just get it out of the way." And I ended up for the next six years of my life actually hiding from my parents that I was a theater major. Uh, throughout my entire time, they thought I was a psychology major, and it was they didn't ask any questions why I was coming home late from rehearsals or whatnot. <laughs> um, you know, they were just like, "Oh, okay." And then, like one day, um, my dad found out that I am doing rehearsals. And I was just like, oh, you know, it's for psychology reasons. And at the time, I was actually an acting major. And th- and I was like, you know, I was just kind of getting to the character's mindset to better understand people. Because, you know, psychology. And my dad bought it. And I was like, it was like, <laughs> okay, I could totally get away with it. And um, one so day... Go ahead. Oh, no, keep going. You're probably going to get this. But would no. they have been... Su- do you think they would have been supportive? Oh, they ended up being supportive uh, mm-hmm. only after um, I became a technical theater person. I don't think they would have uh. ever supported me being an acting major. Um, I think uh, I think my, my father would have actually cried. <laughs> and he has not <laughs> cried that many times in his life. But um, what ended up kind of happening afterwards is that I had to take a required lighting design class. I had to take tech classes, so lighting was one of them. And um, I had an assignment to do. I had to uh, pick a deadly sin and do a lighting design of it in our light lab. In our light lab, we had like, you know, just, just uh, it was about like 10, you know, 12 feet tall room and it was a black room. So we had like our source fours and our pars and stuff like that. So we could actually make a full design. And so I chose to do Wrath and Pride and I had a friend of mine wear his army coat jacket under a spotlight to kind of commemorate that he's a war hero. So there's that pride oh, yeah. aspect of it. And then I pulled a scrim out of our smaller theater and hung it into our light lab and um, had somebody of the same build as him behind the scrim um, about to kill somebody execution oh, wow. style. And that was Wrath. 
And um, so it had like a silhouette of him under red light because you know at the time when you're you know you never done lighting, red means angry. Uh, and so um, red so means yeah. everything if you haven't done anything. Exactly. <laughs> so after that, my professor kind of pulled me aside. He's like, "Listen, uh, act, your acting sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> you will never you will never work in th- theater as an actor, but." you have the ability to be a really good lighting designer so do you want to design a show so i said sure so i did uh and um i realized i really like lighting from there and so i spent you know the remainder of my time getting my bachelor's degree in lighting design until i graduated and um i got to be an intern at etc and you know kind of meet everybody there um i'm from new york that's another thing i forgot to mention i'm from New York. So um, I got to, you know, being an uh, ETC intern in New York, I got to see Broadway theater and I got to see, you know, designers and shaking babies, kissing hands. It was wonderful. <laughs> and they even, you know, they even flew me out to Q and, you know, and got me, I even still have my um, my Q shirt, actually. No one can see it because this is audio, nice. but I just realized I had it next to me. Um, but yeah, so I got to really enjoy it. And then, um, from then, from there now, I got to work at Four Wall Lighting for a year as their uh, systems uh, project coordinator, and I um, I eventually left and started working at um, a uh, production company for themed entertainment for theme park entertainment and like cruise line stuff mm-hmm. uh, named Quantum. So I got to do um, a lot of design for theme parks with Nickelodeon and lighting for um, Universal Studios and stuff like that. So there was, you know, I got to work outside of theater, but still use my lighting, my lighting design skills set. And um, eventually that led me to uh, wanting to get my master's degree. So that's where Megan and I met. Uh, I decided to go to um, a a school over at Dallas to get my MFA. And uh, Megan was teaching there. So I, you know, we met there and, um, from there, and I kind of started learning how to do um, creative computation and 3D animation and virtual reality design. So again, kind of expanding my, my theater skills into more live entertainment design. So that's kind of cool. so that's uh, so that's kind of me and Megan's story. You know, we you, you know we we still work. You know, we started off in theater and started really branching out mm-hmm. towards other live entertainment venues and other different skill sets you know with megan being a app developer and myself being a virtual reality and 3d animation creative content designer um you know we we started realizing that we didn't have these kind of resources or even thoughts that it could even be done you know until we're in like our 30s (laughs) so that's kind of what this show is about is kind of just showing that there are other skill sets and avenues that you know we can pick up while still studying theater and taking these skill sets and and, impl- and applying it to other you know lucrative or more ambitious uh, careers. That being said, uh, we're planning on having our show um, biweekly, right? Is that what mm-hmm. we agreed on? Yes. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. Every two weeks, because we never knew what's going to happen job wise. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and with that, we're good. You know, we want to be able to bring in guests, uh, guest designers, mm -hmm. and technicians and programmers from all. You know, not just you know both of us being lighting and and lighting and projections, but we want to be able to bring sound uh, sound people, technical directors. You know, all kinds of different walks of life within this live entertainment industry and at the same time providing you guys with um, educational resources that are available you know especially right now since again with uh, COVID-19 a lot of us are out of work and a lot of us aren't having um, the ability to actually be able to create or work in events and mm -hmm. stuff like that so with that being said uh, Megan do you want to talk about our first um, online education that's available um sure yeah so live design also like they put on um ldi and all that good stuff they're doing sessions um they i think they put up their sessions almost for free or if not for free um i could click this link and find out for sure instead of just guessing uh yeah so they're great they're do they do train they have us out here to do trainings if not if yeah, there's a lot of stuff for free on their website. They also do great, like, designer talks. Um, so Scott Barnes, who does a lot of hog programming and, like, Marvel movie stuff, he actually did, like, a, a lighting for mo for motion pictures on the, on the, with them the other month or so ago. Um, yeah, they're great. I'd highly suggest going to it. It's livedesignonline.com is where you can get there. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, you know, and, uh, and since Megan does work for uh, ETC and mm -hmm. High End, um, you know, it would be it would be hard not to mention that uh, ETC actually just started opening up their study hall mm -hmm. sessions via uh, YouTube. And, you know, what was their first what was their first um, study hall session? Oh, today? man, I should know what EOS was. Uh, well, so we've been doing it for the past three weeks now. Oh, okay. EO started. E no, no, that's fine. I mean, you're not in this like I am now. Um, <laughs> EO started with theirs as a like intro to DMX type and and console networking and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, which is really good. Like not not even just focusing on EOS. It's on it, the concepts can be applied to almost every lighting console, um, and they do it Thursday every Thursday while this is happening, of course, at. Um, 10 a.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. no, 10 a.m. Central, CDT, they do live webcasts that you can actually interact with Nick Gonsman from from New York. Um, I think they had Ann Valentino already on, um, and Rob Crane, who is an FPC, like Nick is, based out of Dallas area. Um, and then on top of so they did, and today they did like multi-console networking, but that one is specifically for EFs. Um, and then for HOG, Every Thursday, me and Noah Allen go live, um, and we just did, today we did pallets, like all about pallets. It was an hour and a half long discussion about pallets. Mm -hmm. You don't think that you needed an hour and a half long discussion about pallets, but we did it anyway. I don't, I mean, you, you have no idea how uh, many people, for, you know how many people forget to even do pallets. So honestly. Oh, I do. <laughs> Almost as many people that forget to do backups. <laughs> yep. Right on, right uh, on. But yeah, and, so that's always fun. Cool. 
And uh, Isadora, uh, which is a projection uh, media mapping um, software, they're doing um, online classes right now on their YouTube page and on their Facebook and Twitter pages. Just various awesome. kind of skills and um, you know pickups to and you know tips and tricks. So if you you know if you're interested in projection media design, I highly encourage Isadora. Uh, it's actually free also. Um, the only the, their free version. The only thing is is that you can't save. But if you have yourself a pocket projector, you could totally do you know a full re full realized design with all their you know all their skill sets and tools that are available in their software. You just can't save. So, you know if you're if you know if you're a projection media designer, if you want to learn something new, um, I highly suggest Isadora as well. Not gonna and lie, I took several screenshots of my Isadora stuff that way I could <laughs> pre-program at home, like on my laptop, and then take it to the projection lab that we had at school. Yeah, because then I could save it on theirs. I think they also implemented a way to like rent licenses, like QLab did. Mm. Um, oh, I don't I know. I could be wrong. I could okay. be wrong about that. Where you can rent it for a couple days. Awesome. Um, because I was also I dabbled in that also with like the projection stuff. Um, it was really cool. I made like a bird fly across the screen in Isadora based nice. on like the mouse movements. Yeah, and then we recorded that. Yeah, it was fun. Cool, cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, Isadora is really f fun and powerful, but there is a weird math in it, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes it's it's okay. it's very um, it's it it can be. There's a little bit of a learning curve to it. It's not as yeah. simple or as um, uh, smooth as like QLab. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. But it has a lot more bells and whistles, so yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I also wanted to bring up. Mm -hmm. um, also is, and I forgot to mention to mention to put that into the show notes, uh, is um, I want to be able to provide a um, just a quick lesson uh, for those who haven't gotten their stimulus check yet and to go to the irs.gov page. And then from there, and I'll put the irs.gov link into the show notes where they have your get your coronavirus tax relief and sh and you know to make sure that your payment will be delivered by the US government and you know to be able to set up your direct deposit because if you are waiting for your check right now it's going to take over 20 weeks for that check to come in so um, I'll put that into the show notes and you get to you know you get to put in your you know all you need is your social security and your um, your routing number and your account number and you'll be able to do your um, get your relief fund so long as you've done your taxes either in 2000 for 2019 or 2018 and on top of that you'll want to make sure that your names match your bank account yes 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 or else that can cause a check to be written instead of direct deposited mm -hmm. as i found out with our refund check oh wow our tax refund check oh wow that's, yeah that's very that's fun and now all the branches are closed. So, <laughs> so um, I think that's pretty much what we have for today for yeah. our, you know our first episode. Like I said, this is just a very you know it's an introductory episode and kind of just showing you know what we're planning on talking about and you know and what kind of what the main discussion is going on right now and what kind of resources resources that are mm -hmm. available. Um, Megan, where can I find you on the internet? Yeah. Um main place to find me is on my twitter megan wilson underscore but that's really hard to spell sometimes my name is spelt really weird um so you could also just go to my app development website appsbymw.com that's a lot easier to spell than megan wilson 
awesome. And you can find me. Uh, my Twitter handle is at PhilVillar, and you'll see on my pay on my Twitter page, my website. The music is also uh, created by Andrea uh, Allman, who's also known as Slim, and uh, her website will be in the show notes. Awesome, cool, and that's pretty much it. Anything else, Megan? No, I think that's it. Make sure to check back in two weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.